This is the Todd and Friends Podcast. I don't like to waffle on predictions. That doesn't mean I always hope I'm right. Oh, what's he going to do? <laughs> oh, come on. I'm with you. So, thank uh, you. Yeah, yeah, I'm with you. Todd, I knew we'd agree <laughs> on something here. From the KWLM Sports Studio. With thanks to Heritage Bank, member FDIC, equal housing lender. Here's Todd Bergat. Hey, thanks for joining us on the podcast once again today on this Friday. Jeff Asha stopping by in studio with us today. I'm glad to see you. We, we kind of are on the phone a lot here lately, so good to see you in person here and so are you home for the weekend? You don't spend a lot of weekends at home. <laughs> <laughs> yes, technically, I guess. I I uh, do plan to play in the shortstop at Little Crow and the yeah. early bird at Eagle oh, you're gonna Creek. Play them both. I'm hoping, yeah. yeah. Uh, hopefully I can handle that much. It's a get, lot. It gets a little harder. That's that, 54 holes That's in what two I've been days. thinking about all week. I'm like, am I? what am I signing up for? So I actually, <laughs> I actually sat out of the hawk scramble last night. Oh, kind of resting uh, up. Just to take a night off. Yeah, and, yeah. Kind of need that these days, it seems like, but um, yeah. I'm looking forward to it. I I enjoy that's kind of the competition that I have left as far as that. Yeah, me too. You know, what gets Getting the, the blood, the up blood a little. flowing. Yep, uh, yep. So we had one thing that we didn't talk about before we got on the air. We had that deal last Friday, remember, yep. that we kind of threw together. So yep, yep. things like that um, yeah. are, are fun. Uh, but, yeah, the nerves are still there. I say that every all the time we talk about it and – you know, you just you would think you get over that to a point. I mean, it's, it's easy to say, "Oh, that's because you care." I'm like, yeah, I know, but yeah, come I on, I got to be able to control it. Right? You know, we know we're going to be a little nervous, a little fired right. up. We want to do well, but how do you control it? How does yeah. it not go from your brain into your hands? Somewhere yep. we got to stop it someplace. You know, it, it's hard to do. Right? Because sometimes, you know, like case in point, on uh, last Friday, I was playing with Danny Anderson. I said, "Yeah, we did end up winning it, which yes. was cool." Yeah. Um, he pretty much won it. I just managed for us to not lose it is how I look at it. So well, that was your role. It was, but yeah. But start off, birdie, first hole, birdie the fourth hole. You know, I'm two under after four holes. I'm nice. like, all right. Here we go. You would think just everything should be good now. You're like, you got over that initial stuff. Yeah. You uh, got some things to go your way. And, yeah. You know, and then I rattle off a bunch of bogeys in a row, just yeah. dumb, dumb ones. And I could feel the nerves just, just like because. in my putter, which normally yeah. I don't have too much of. But yeah, yeah. Anyway, I'm sure you're the same as it's me. It's the chipping there, for me. There's certain things. My chipping, yep. too, comes and goes, of yep. course. But um, I enjoy playing Little Crow a lot. Yeah. Um, yep. I've got a lot of respect for the course and Gruber over there. And um, he always makes it super challenging. Yeah. Almost too challenging if you're listening, <laughs> Gruber. But I'm sure he's not. But, um, but yeah, I, they're just a cool vibe. They're always. Yeah. Um, and I think I've mentioned that on the podcast and given Greg and Aki. And Robbie upstairs, a lot of credit already this year. There's there's definitely a different vibe out at Eagle Creek this year, I think, too. Um, just it feels like a place you want to be at. It feels like it feels like you're kind of missing out a little bit now when you're not there. And I never really – I didn't feel that mm-hmm. as much before. It was just other options that were just fine. And yeah. um, so from that, that's a really cool thing. And um, you almost feel like you, you, know, you want to uh, – part of playing in the tournament, too. Of course, I want to support those guys because they're really good friends of mine and everything. But – yeah. The course is just always in such nice shape. Aches yeah. does such a good job out there mm-hmm. in his whole staff, and just you know the greens are some of the best. And you really, you we we both play a lot of courses, but I always come back to those Eagle Creek greens. They're just some of the nicest, most purest, healthiest greens around. And so I'm looking forward to playing two nice courses. Uh, I do want to obviously do well, um, and I don't want to make any excuses. I just want to play. I want to at least play to my ability, you know, and That's just not key. do stupid things. You know, yeah. don't you do that? I said that to yeah. Carter the other day. I said, now see, because we, we were in the same foursome last Friday. Yeah. 
And I said, see, I was laying in bed thinking about my round, of course, and I I just wanted to count the dumb strokes. I mean, you, you can't say, oh, I had a 10-foot birdie putt I should have made, but I'm just talking about the stuff where that's, I'm... That's negative reinforcement. You shouldn't do kind that. Kind of, but I'm trying to think of what can I pinpoint here, and it, yeah. it usually comes down to my chipping. It was actually a couple putts that... I normally wouldn't miss like a two or a three foot straight for par, you know, yeah. just kind of the thing I usually grind out. Yeah. And didn't even get close on a few of those, which I was just like, what are you thinking about yeah. here? What's you know, going about, on? Yeah. So, but it's always those little flub chips and stuff. And you're just like, yeah. I can always usually give a concession to it to say, well, even if I would have hit a good chip, I could miss the putt. Right. But I put so much pressure on the next chip. Yep. trying to get those thoughts out of your mind but then also like i got to hit it close enough to make the putt and you know then because yeah. then you can kind of say well i could have still chipped it and missed the putt you know yeah you're always trying to get up and down but yeah. it's just those dumb things you know and i don't i don't call a oh you pull your driver on one hole or whatever i mean if you're consistently doing it yes but it's just some of those little ones where you're like yeah you're okay. gonna miss shots or yeah. amateur players yeah so you, you go yeah. around and you're like all right i almost hit every fairway so how from the fairway am I getting these scores? You know, it's like what is leading oh, up I to had that? A, you know, around like that or like yeah. this week because you'd like to think yeah. in the courses we play, like like yeah. at Eagle. I mean, if you're in the fairway, you're not going to have too challenging of an iron in your hand. Generally, a short iron, even a wedge. Yeah, most of the clubs we play or yeah. the courses that we play. So yeah. then it comes down to that, and you know, so so let me ask you this: We were talking this morning on uh, when I was talking with Bill and JP. We do a little after eight o'clock, and. And the expectations came up, and mm-hmm. and we were talking about it in association with the Twins. We'd all be better off if we had no expectations for the Twins, because then you're not disappointed. Yep. In golf, it's the same thing. I, I, I forget the pro who said it, but they asked him, give a piece of mental advice to amateur players that you know would help them. And he said, there's one thing I would say. Don't go into your round with expectations. Don't go into your round figuring, you know, players like us, you're going to shoot 75. You know, that would be a great score for the two of us. But if he said, if you go into it thinking about that you put too much pressure then every bogey is magnified and then your your score is going to blow up so when you were two under after four did you start thinking ahead to probably man i could shoot uh you know really low score here and i didn't so much and part of that was probably because maybe of who i was playing with and everything else knowing my place um and i don't just mean danny but our group too yeah you know had um Dion, Derek Dion in it, great player, and Carter was in it too. And yeah. you know, it wasn't like, oh, I'm gonna, you know, a lot of times I'm gonna beat somebody, you know, or a lot of my competition is league and stuff. It's like I wanna beat this person. Yeah. It isn't even the score. I wanna beat them in the match. Yeah. But for that I was more like <clears throat> I'm such a momentum player and in, in everything that I do, it's like when I get going, it can be really good. Yeah. But if things go bad, then sometimes I don't recover quickly enough. You yeah. know, it's almost like I need the turn at nine, you know, even if three and four and five, it's like, just put it behind you. It's like, sometimes I can't clear my head until after nine holes. So case in point there, I was, I was just thinking, I was really happy that I got off to a good start, which is probably the right mentality, but it wasn't so much about my score, but it was funny how fast that I'm like, so I was two under at one point and I end up with a 39 in the front. Now going into it, if you would have just said, would you take 39 on the front today? Yeah. Probably would have, right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But I'm thinking the way I got to 39, you know. It's frustrating. And and there is so much of that mental. And it is something that I work on. And I don't just mean, okay, if, you, if you're not chipping or putting or hitting your driver or whatever it is, that too. But just the thinking part and the positive. And, and Carter told me that, and I may have said it on the last podcast. But he said, Dad, he goes, I do not know anybody that I play golf with that has worse swing thoughts than you do. <laughs> and And he didn't even mean it like. He wasn't just giving me crap about yeah, it. He was just he, like, seriously. Trying to help you. And it went back to that round because yeah. 
we don't have time for it. It'd be fun to talk about it sometime, but yeah. how the last few holes played out in that tournament. I mean, we were the last group out, so we knew okay. the scores because it was on Golf Genius. Yeah. So we knew what we needed to get to because it was the point system. Okay. So, you know. Oh, that's right. You played a stable yeah. for points. That's right. So, like on, on 16. So you had to start firing in a couple of birdies. 16, the pins in the very front middle, and all I see is the two bunkers. <laughs> you know, yes. But I'm saying that's kind of what I'm like. you got to stay out of those bunkers. You yeah. Just, you're going to kill yourself because I'm not great out of the bunker, and half of it is right here. You know, it isn't really about what I'm doing from here on. It's just thinking that I'm, I, you know, I just can't release it sometimes. Yeah, yeah. I'll, my pra- I think I'm the best practice swing guy in the world <laughs> sometimes, you know, because I'm like, this is exactly, I know this is the yeah. right swing. And then here it's we just, go. Yeah. yeah. But anyway, I put it in the left. It was a good shot. Yeah. A little left of the pin, but it bounced straight left, and they're all like, oh, my gosh, lefty, that was a horrible bounce. You yeah, know? and it went above. And on the way up, Carter yeah. is like, because he knew the situation, too, and they were trying to get up into, like, third because the top three got paid, and it was yeah. good money. Yeah. And he said, Dad, he goes, this is all in your head. He goes, you can hit this shot. Yeah. And I'm like, easy for you to say. <laughs> <laughs> I said, short short to the pin, it's uphill, yeah. the water's on the other side, there's another <laughs> bunker, I'm going to take 100 here. You know, that's the kind of things that go through my head. Well, I get in there, I'm like, just you know, the old line everybody says to me and I use a lot from back in my high school days is yeah. be an athlete. Yeah. And I splash it out to like two feet, make the nice. putt. I'm like, oh, yeah. He goes, Dad, I told, I told you you could do this. Yeah. You know, I'm like, yeah. thanks, bud. I, I had a uh, situation <laughs> like that too. I was playing with uh, Norm and his group one day. And and so, you know, we were playing for a little something. And and uh, I played the back terrific. I was 35. Nice. I shot in the back. We played that first. And then I stuff uh, a hybrid to two feet on one our 10th hole and i i knocked that in for an eagle oh boy so i'm three under at that point right and so norm of course being norm he comes over and says wow you're three under par have you have you ever broke he starts right away (laughs) playing gorilla golf right he gets into my head immediately because i'm playing against him yep so he's not wanting me to shoot 70 he's wanting me to blow up you got a no hitter going that's that's right he immediately (laughs) comes over and gets in my head i hang in there for a couple of holes you know, I, I make par on two and a bogey on three, but I'm still two under yeah. uh, at that point. Well, then it comes to four, big drive down the middle, uh, hybrid into the bunker, and then it was just a mess from yeah. there. And, and four, you know, when the pin is down front, it's narrow. It's not an easy shot. Bunker on the other side. But I went from one bunker to the next yeah. and then back to the first bunker. Oh, boy. So I made a nice eight, and sniffing par was over after <laughs> that. I know. And I, I just... I know even all the stuff I listen to and you listen into the to the interviews and yep. the quotes and you know there's a million things out there on social media you know as soon as you start yeah. talking about it that's all your feed is is swing thoughts and tips and it is a lot about the swing thoughts and I I know I talk about Carter a lot because we play golf a lot, but I t- tell him that. I said, in league, I said, see, we're both good players. I said, we need to, like, work together a lot more yeah. because there's a lot we'd have to offer each other. Yeah. And some of it would be exactly what I'm saying. Like, for me, I have some of the same habits, and I don't even mean with my swing, but I'm like, how I lead up to it, what I think about, and everything else, you know. Yeah. And we've said this before. Those guys are mic'd up so much now on tour. And it's so positive. You know, they're like, I love that. You go oh, just commit to it especially. and swing to it. You know, so yeah. that's the very last thing. They're from me to you away. They say that, they look at them, and then they step back. That Positivity. guy approaches and hits it. Yep. You know, and, and I'm sure they have their own demons and thoughts too, but at least there's that reinforcement, you know, kind of a little coach or whatever too. And yeah. and we're not privy to having that out there for our rounds all the time. We no. have our own voice that's usually saying all the others, you know. Yeah. And even if they're trying to say positive, they're like, yeah, but I know it's going to happen here, buddy. You know? Yeah, yeah. So, but I just – for me, it's always, oh, no, another chip. 
Right. <laughs> hit the green. Hit the green. You just get the on green. the green. Yeah. Can it please let me hit the green from 12 feet away? I know. Yeah. I know. And you think I said you'd get over that. You're like, nobody cares. Yeah. You know? I know. I'm like, skull it over the green, okay? I care. Yeah, I know. That's right. But it's like, you know, sometimes you're like, oh, you know, I, I want them to see that I can hit this shot or, yeah. you know, or whatever too. And you're yeah. just like, get over yourself. What's the big deal here? Yeah. It's just you versus the course and the game. You know, everybody's yeah. got their own stuff. So I, I read one time that um, um, uh, uh, gratefulness and anxiety cannot exist as emotions in your brain at the same time. So if you stand over a difficult shot, uh, you should just be grateful you're out there playing. And even say it in your mind as you're getting ready to hit. Just grateful to be out here. Just grateful to have a chance to, to be out on a beautiful course on a nice day. Mm-hmm. And then that takes the anxiety away. That's helped me at times, but sometimes I forget to do that, and then the anxiety comes yeah. in and I skull it. And that's maybe back to my point about having somebody to keep yep. reinforcing it. No, we're not going to have. But I'm pretty lucky to have you know, guys like Carter and even Brooksy too, you know, we play so much golf together, but it isn't just like, well, dad's a good golfer and we're just a bunch of, you know, athletes oh, out here swinging too. around. It's like, yeah. you know, they're really starting to think about how is the game played. And, and I try to put myself back to being 20 in my twenties, you know, or whatever too. And yeah. what I didn't have any clue on and what I, you know, it goes by so fast, but you know, 30 years later, you're still like, you're still doing some of the same things, but there's a lot of things that I know that I've learned and that I'm so much better at as far as, you know, how I, there is, it isn't, I know I talk about some of the bad stuff, but some of the good things too, there's a lot of confidence in areas. It's just, how do you get that to translate to the entire round? Yeah. And then I I don't think it's so much like, okay, you think you're going to hit every shot good, but I'm like, how do you recover then from the ones that aren't so good? And how do you move on? You know, just moving on to the next shot. And those guys on tour and coaches and everything they talk about that all the time yeah. you just got to move on you know and Short i think memory. that's what they're so good at yeah. and like you said too all you could think about even after the eight was i was three under you know and i'm I like I, but i was two under you yeah. know and they're like yeah. well that's probably why you still shot 79 you know <laughs> right, right. because at least you had those two birdies you know yep, and, yep. and i probably would have signed up hoping i would have had you know three or four or five birdies in 18 holes maybe in that just to show that i belonged but i started out with those two so i was thankful for that but yeah yeah it's hard and it's it's always a challenge and it's there's fun. and it's you know but it is fun going back to kind of ending this but to play in those tournaments um, that's what still I still have that Me blood too. that flows you know I oh, mean yeah. I'm making a fist here as I'm telling you because I just yeah I want to do well but try to be realistic about it but also you still show up every day thinking hey today could be the day yeah today could be the day it isn't like because sometimes you hit those shots too and you're like dang I can play golf yeah you know and How, then where did that come from and yeah. then you play Annie I over and you're like. Uh, because the one thing I always say is, t- why do you have to make me good enough to get a birdie or an eagle? Yeah. But then make me bad enough. Like, just let to, me get to pars. make a triple. I, know. I just want to get pars. I know, right? You know, with yeah. some chances. So that's just right, keep. Right. Hopefully, put myself in position to, you know, yeah, be yeah. able to do some good things, and then look back and not just say, oh, why did you do that? Have it just be like, you know what? I just, you know, because a lot of times those guys get off and they're like, I played great. I just couldn't make any putts. Yeah. You know, or so instead of yeah, that's almost instead of like, oh, I hit every fairway, but I chunked five chips. You know, yeah. it's like, no, yeah. you know, just keep putting yourself in a spot and then just like keep moving on. Yeah. I'll have to try to remember this podcast tomorrow. Maybe play right. it in my ear. Huh? Right, right. So looking forward to it. I'm not playing tomorrow at the Little Crow, but I'm going to play on Sunday uh, at Eagle Creek. Uh, I think you must have been shocked as mm. everybody was when the announcement comes out that that Liv and the PJ Tour are merging, they've been uh, blood enemies mm. since the arrival of the Liv Tour. Now they're merging in their their partners. That was a shocker. Yeah, it had to be some of the worst animosity in sports. Yeah, between those two, and um, it was our Eagle Creek guys, pretty much our guys that play on Tuesdays. That was where 
like Andy and uh, some of those guys started texting about it, and I, yeah. I was working. Um, those guys must not work, but <laughs> anyway, no. I was but, tes- I was texting too, but this but, is what I do for work. Right. So, yeah. <laughs> so I, w- I was like, that can't be right, you know, because yeah, then people are like, is this a joke? And then I start looking, you nope. know, right away, and it's like, uh, no, this is like Adam Schefter. This, these are like people that normally post facts yeah. that are saying this. And then uh, I actually worked from home on – was it Wednesday? Maybe on Wednesday. And then, so then I turned on the Golf Channel a little bit that day, and that live. was the day Rory had his interview. Yep. And I think it would be it. interesting to talk about that. Yep. And then, you know, some of the other ones. Because, you know, even with some of the stuff that I've seen, you know, like I've said my things about Phil and how he's going to handle it. You know, even this, it's like yeah, I'd kind of like those guys to be classy too. I, I totally get yeah, the Yeah, don't the, take a victory lap. I kind of yeah. see the Brooks thing with Shambly. Yeah. I'm not savage him. I don't care about that, yeah. you know, because right. that's just a personal opinion he hasn't thing. coming anyway. But, you know, when <laughs> Phil's kind of, I'm like, you know, Phil, who is it directed towards? You know, the PGA is a lot of these guys that are probably your good. I mean, yeah. let's just start with Tiger. You know, if you're bashing them, I mean, he's like between him and Rory, they're the heads of it. I don't think him and Rory are probably buddies at this point, but no. him and Tiger, I think, could eventually. Yeah. I'm sure if Tiger was having a beer, I'm going to tell you the truth, he'd be like, yeah. I'd like to pound that guy, but yeah, yeah, but I think he's good for golf, you know. So I, I hope he can figure it out and come back in the right way. And the Phil. other, the other guys, I think, yeah, yeah, the other guys, I think, will be just fine. But yeah. um, getting to, I was so interested in Rory's because, like he said, you know, I, I, I feel like I'm the sacrificial lamb here. Yeah, and I, I thought his, I thought his interview was so good and so like honest and open, and I just thought the way he spoke, you know, because he, he does look tired from all of this. For some of those guys, like he said too, you know, when they just said, "Do you feel like there's, like you're owed something financially now?" and he just kind of paused and he's like, "Yeah, yeah, how can you not?" <laughs> so that'll happen. Those guys will be made whole. I'm sure. uh, the the but there are guys on the PGA Tour who stood on principle. I don't want to take mm-hmm. Saudi money. I don't want to do that. Now they're being forced to. Those guys are not very happy uh, yeah. today, I would say. And I think in the PGA, a lot of those guys that are scrambling every week to keep their card. Yeah, Liv was good for them. They're going to get bumped off. Liv that's was good right. for them because yes, those guys was. are off. So these guys are more like, oh boy. And that's the next thing. We don't know if Liv is going to be around beyond this or not. Yeah. They There's, say that it is, but I think that's easy to say right Other now. guys say it isn't. You know, yeah. so it's, it's uh, and this, I, I don't you know. know. The thing about Greg Norman's got to go, but yeah. we also said too, Monaghan or whatever. I, he might just, not survive. It feels dirty to me yeah. a little bit. You know, like yeah. if... Because I feel like everything Rory has said has been very forthcoming and honest yeah. and not no like hidden agendas or anything. And he was like There there I was didn't, I didn't know about this, yeah. you know, like he heard like on Tuesday. But they were talking. Yeah. yeah. But this seems like something that would take a little while to yeah. put together after the way it, it uh, isn't like it isn't finished, you know. Yeah. So I think uh, so Jeff Ogilvy came directly out of the meeting in Toronto and, and talked to the media and he said, It feels to me like uh they knew that someone was about to break the story, that they were going to come to an agreement. So they wanted to beat the story oh. out, he said. So that's yeah, what it that, feels like to normally me. Normally the news comes before the details The details aren't there. You yeah. know, like Delvin and everything. It's like, okay, it looks like yeah. he's going to Miami, you know. Just somebody puts it on their Instagram, so yeah. and then boom, it goes like wildfire. But yeah. there was yeah. n- there was nothing. nothing. But then you see like Donald Trump's comments and stuff like that a year ago. Yeah, yeah he predicted oh, yeah. it. Yeah. Basically, you know, kind of, in a way. These, yes, he did. These will merge. But, but then now, there was also something Tiger said too that they played back and said, you know, 
did he know something or predict something or whatever yeah, it was yeah, too. But yeah. that is, yeah, we could talk for an hour on I that know. or more. Yeah. Uh, Lefty, thanks so much. Good luck this weekend. Good luck to you too, Todd. All right. Jeff Ash joining us here on the Todd and Friends podcast. It's brought to you by Heritage Bank. Member FDIC, an equal housing lender. Watch for future episodes of the Todd and Friends podcast at kwlm.com or on the air here at KWLM, 1340 AM and 96.3 FM.